cheers. cheers to another year. Oh. It's just what you say. <laughs> you literally were like, no, say cheers to another year. <laughs> Mama's Code. Hey, Mamas. <laughs> cheers, cheers to another year. year. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Jess. Yes, I'm Erica. We're drinking wine. This is why it's taken her. <laughs> How are you? I'm not really not used to this anymore. Just we, don't ask me how I am. We made it to one year, please. I know, as if. But we've never reached that point where we're like, yeah, no, let's not continue. I think, if anything, our excitement is more than at the beginning. Yeah. Just because we're, we're so into it and we know what we're looking for. And I think because we've got the hang of it, we're more like, oh my God, this and that. Mm. I think I still annoy you with a lot of messages, though. No, I don't think you annoy me. <laughs> I sometimes feel like you're annoyed because I ignore your messages or like I'm just, you know, my dementia plays up and I just don't know what you're talking about <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> I'm my dyslexia. Do you know what? Let, let's set the record straight. Whenever there's a post and there's a spelling mistake on it. <laughs> that's yes. That's me. <laughs> We've had people tell us, um, by the way, guys, there's a spelling mistake. Like, you know, with like now everyone knowing about our launch and the cups and stuff. We were so excited for the giveaway that we did. And, you know, we thought, you know, what best to add one of our special mugs? And, of course, just being Jess, she adds the one with the spelling no, mistake. No, I'm sorry, but I sent, before we got these printed out, the final design, I sent it to, like, 10 people that usually put pull, call me up on my spelling mistakes. No one said a word, not even, not even flinched at it. Everyone was like, oh, yes, no, that's perfect. When I got them printed, oh, my God, they look amazing. Let's take pictures. <laughs> Everything was ready to go with this mug. And then... That one person, that shout one, out to Jennifer. Honestly, she was like, I don't want to be like a annoying cow, but there's a spelling mistake on your mug. And we were like, oh, my God. If you're watching our YouTube... Mama, a tittle just above queen tittle and like you know we bought them out because we thought you know there's we can't cry about it anymore and then we opened it and we showed our friend and we were like look at them and she was like oh they're so beautiful and then she said the little just above <laughs> and i was like little and she was like oh no title and i'm like really that says title and she was like she took like at least five minutes and she was like oh there's a spelling mistake, isn't it? It's, Two T's. <laughs> it's tittle. <laughs> Do you want to tell them how we started with the project? I would if I remember. Oh, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> I can't remember. So, once once a, a few months ago, me and Erica find out, found ourselves a little bit distant. Oh, yes. Because we, we just went really quiet during the week. Um, I, was, I was going through... A, a pretty shit moment and I was just focused on myself and I thought if I'm having a bad time I just didn't want to feel like a burden she knew I was being short and I knew she was being short so we thought like let's keep out of each other's way because we know that that's how we are when it comes to us feeling like we know that we sh we close down a lot one day I wake up and Erica's like hi Jess and I'm like first of all I'm not Jess to you I'm Moo so when you call me Jess I'm like oh it literally just breaks you when you see your name and already in my head I'm thinking like oh she's probably gonna say like why are you so quiet or like what the hell is going on so we had a, a conversation about it during that week I just found myself thinking about how shit mornings are when you're just feeling really low and especially I mean this was something we had spoken about before about bringing out merch and stuff and you know everyone loved the mugs that we have and we thought, oh, that would be a good idea. And we were throwing the idea back and forth, but we weren't really like so like, yeah, let's do it. Because we just thought maybe we're not there yet or maybe mm. let's just wait a bit longer. So anyways, during that week that I was really quiet and off, I was literally going to sleep at like four in the morning, working on these designs and working and thinking, how shall we do this, that? When she messaged me, obviously we spoke out what, what was going on. And then I was like, I need to show you something. And then showed her one of the, I think it was like two designs at that point. And she was like, oh my God, this is great. Like this and that. Let's maybe change this here. Or maybe the color, I think one of the colors was a bit too, it wasn't like bold enough or yeah. something. And then I was like, yeah, cool. The next day I literally ordered them. We've got them and we loved them from, as soon as we opened them, we're like, oh my God, they're amazing. What are we going to do? And it's, it's my impulsiveness that always gets on in this situation. Yeah. 
Um, and I think just, just, I think one idea brings another. So seeing her excitement into it got me excited. And then we started thinking about the packaging and the experience. And, you know, we thought other little bits we can add to it. And we just thought, oh my God, yes, this is amazing. But then there was still something kind of holding us yeah. back. Like, are we there yet to, you know... Like, will people we'd, purchase? Yeah, we don't really say. think we have, like, a fan club, you know. But I think we just need to be very sure Does of ourselves. Does fans count? <laughs> I mean, we do have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, we just need to be very sure of ourselves. And, and I, I mean, what's the least I think it's happen? because we're not boasty. So this is, like, out of our comfort zone. It's, like, we've got a good idea and we just, I think... We doubt ourselves yeah. because we start, we overthink everything. Oh, is this right? Is this good? I don't know. There was just something holding us back. And I think that that week kind of pushed this all to come to light. And like I said, it was something that was already on, on, on our thoughts of, you know, bringing out merch. We even like have other ideas, but it all just came into place within a week. Yeah. And like Erica said, I like she really wanted the packaging to be an experience. So when you receive it, it's not just like a mug in a box. So we've added other little things to it. So when you purchase, you will you will see the whole, you will experience the it. The wow factor. Yeah. Um, and then I think from then on, we decided that with so much going on around, I think it was mostly the Ashley guy. Yeah, I think it was just a story where, you know, they found the bone marrow uh-huh. um, donor. The baby got it. You know, we were all kind of like waiting for that positive result. And they got told she was clear and then she was about to ring her bell, you know, and then they got the heartbreaking news that the cancer was back. So you automatically put yourself in these parents' shoes. Like, we are... And I think it's the small things we take for granted, you know. Um, Some of us, you know, have children that, you know, get the odd cold here and there, their fevers, and we're always worried. Like, we're we're like sleeping... We're, We're like zombies without sleeping because of these minor situations whereas there's so many parents out there like Jess mentioned in the live that all they've known since they've had their baby is life in hospital their kids don't get to come out you know you see it in like Ashley's um snap in his post and stuff they constantly have to be cleaning everything and you know La Nina can't like get a little bit of dirt here or they have to be on top of everything because any little infection it can go from zero to 100. It can be life-threatening. Yeah, so it, it's like we, you know, our kids can go out and play in the sand, in the dirt. And sometimes we're just like, you know what? Let them be. Some parents don't get that. Some parents need to be very cautious. When we obviously contacted the foundation and just had a meeting with them and just hearing how many kids actually, you know, have, have died and haven't reached that goal to get their wish, it's heartbreaking because... I, for one, I try to give my kids everything. Um, Jess as well, and I'm sure you all do, but it's always... Especially with COVID, yeah, it stopped everything. Exactly. All the hope just went down the drain again. And if it was difficult for us, imagine how difficult it was for them. You know, they went from having both parents in their hospital to having one parent at a time because of the restrictions and stuff and masks and er- just everything. It just... And I think we really need to emphasise on this that we're not doing this to get rich because... I, I don't think we're going to get rich of mugs, but it's more so branching out to new ventures and with a good cause behind it. Because, you know, as we've said, like if we can put our little grain of rice and salt and whatever to for a bigger cause. And if we can do it with every single one of you and all of us together, I think we can we can all make a change. And just to know that this little child will be able to have a wish come true and, and have joy and hope looking forward and counting down to the days that even the kids are like how many days till Christmas so imagine them they're also on a timer for their life like you don't know they want today they're here tomorrow they're not so to have a wish come true for them is it's a pretty big deal um so moving moving from that every campaign that we're going to do will be coming out with new designs um again things that we've decided to put on quotes empowering quotes um that in the morning you 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 know you're gonna have your tea and your coffee and you're gonna think yeah i do got this basically and each campaign will be limited quantities of mugs so once it's gone it's gone (laughs) 
and then obviously we will be working with more charities and seeing where we can help and even if it's not charities but another you know another cause yeah then i think our hearts are set on that to be able to help other parents and mothers and thank you <laughs> <laughs> no but um but yeah so we thought we really we really wanted to look every day we were like when are we launching when are we launching and then we just got closer to our anniversary we thought what better way than to launch it all today like a big milestone we were actually going to launch it for mother's day yeah but then we had the big project of the filming and stuff so we thought no because that's going to take away from like the big you know this is and also having in mind that a lot of other people were also launching things for mother's day and obviously it's like we wanted to make sure that we all had the the spotlight the spotlight for it not like a hundred people launching one thing and so we, we saw that and we thought okay no like let's weigh and hold back and that way you know we're all shining and everything yeah um but yeah so you can you can purchase them now they're available just slide in our dms um and guys i will we will say this um we're just trying to work on it at the moment but for every purchase as we said the um, a percentage of the profit will go towards the foundation and also you will have the option to donate an extra one pound that will we'll add that to um, just working on that at the moment though so bear with um, but yeah let's let they're so lovely though guys please share you need one of these in your life you do I know everyone has cups at home but they're just like average cups these are like Mm, like you're gonna wake up and you're not even gonna go to sleep because you're just gonna <laughs> gonna be like this in the pillow like please please tell them about the postman the daddy takeover postman oh, he wanted to become postman pat and have like the experience but and he wanted to hand deliver them because we wanted to avoid <sighs> postage and package because it's all about the cost <laughs> like and again because we overthink everything we started thinking oh my god but would you actually pay x price and then out on top of that posters and package package. and then i was like oh my god and i started having like a panic attack and i was like just how are we going to do it because is someone actually going to purchase this cup for this amount of money self-doubt um and obviously i go to my dear husband and he's like oh well you know just add a more personal touch and i'm like i'm sorry but we are not postman pat we can just (laughs) i have enough on my plate and he was like oh i'll do it and i'm like so you finish work at six right and you're going to come home and you're just going to go and deliver he so was, your kids are just he you was know. so ready to be yeah he was so ready so eager um and i love him for that because he always gets so excited with everything we yeah. bring he's always been our um employee of the month yeah but <laughs> it's a no camillo no <laughs> until he got himself on the daddy takeover <laughs> <laughs> finally um so moving on i've got a question Hit me. for you what has been the most cringe moment of your life that you look back and you're like, oh my God, why? The most cringe moment of my life. Probably the other day when I went up to the cyclist and waved in his face and thought it was Camilo, <laughs> but it really wasn't. How long have you been with him, please? 10 years. Imagine, and you're confusing him with some other guy <laughs> just because he's on a bicycle. Yeah. And probably like, because I, I wasn't on good terms with my mother-in-law when I gave birth. Yeah, And she held my leg up and probably saw inside my vagina. <laughs> And we've just never spoken about it again. <laughs> I think we need closure. <laughs> um, What's been yours? I like, that, I, know, I like that we're recording, filming this because I can actually tell, show them the what I was showing you. So once upon a time, this is, I think I must have been 21. I got this brilliant idea and I thought, you know what? I've just dropped out of uni. It's not for me. I don't really want to work. I want a fun, exciting job. I don't have kids. I just want to live my life and be free. I want to work in Disneyland. So I went and I looked for the application. I was like, okay, cool. There's auditions in Pineapple Shoes and Covert Garden. I go there. There's 200 people, guys, in this studio. Bear in mind, the people that have applied for this probably have, you know, drama and performing arts degree and whatnot. I'm shitting my pants because the thing with me, I always put myself in uncomfortable positions because I feel like if I don't put myself there, I won't do this and then I won't go and be like, oh my God, that was amazing. Like, I like to push myself. I go there. I'm a very shy person as it is. And they say, right, guys, and this is the big studio, yeah? Everyone's got their number. Like, you know, the marathon number stuck to you. I was like number 091 or something like that. 
Alright guys, so we're here today, thank you for joining us, um, out of today we're only going to have 10 people that are going to be working for Disney this summer, blah blah blah, yeah yeah. Right, so the first activity is, you have to be act like a princess, you know, think of your favourite princess character and act like her. I was like, okay, Cinderella, I've always, <laughs> I've always thought that I was Cinderella because my mum always used to tell me that I have to clean the floor. <laughs> and I was like, okay. How would Cinderella act? And I was like walking with like my gown dress and my slippers and like my glass slippers. Cool. Got to the next next free free um what do you call it? Free characters later. I was like in the last I think was it eighty or hundred yeah. people. And then they go, <laughs> You need to please, you need to act like one of the um uh what is it? The little people? The seven dwarfs. You have to act like one of the seven dwarfs and we need to be able to tell who you are. So I was like, shit, think, think, think. So, okay, I'm going to be sleepy because what what's the easiest, you know? And I'm like, mmm. <laughs> but, but she, she was going, uh, but looking at other people to see what they were doing. Oh my God, it's because it's that thing. You're like, your creativeness in that moment just kind of goes out your, your head. So I'm like stretching and I'm like, What's he doing? Okay, he's closing his eyes. Mm, what's this girl doing? Okay, she's doing a bit of a back arch. So I'm there and I'm like, oh, and I'm trying not to m let the judge know that I'm looking around so that they know that I'm like confident, you know, act confident, no one will question you. Got through to the last 50 guys. They tell me, well, they tell us, you, you're the villain. <laughs> oh, no. I, you know what? At this point, I was like, the villain? Oh, no, wait. Before we moved on to the villain, they told us to act like grumpy, the the <laughs> the little dwarf. And I was like, stomping my feet. And I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> oh, it was, it was just so fucking cringe, guys. And I was like, in that moment, I was like, oh, my God, the room is getting, like, less and less packed. Like, they're actually watching me now. Like, I've just been lucky that they've not seen my acting. <laughs> so we got to the villain. And I was looking around waiting for like, because like this, they were doing the first five, five, five. And I was just watching, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, they're gonna ask me next, they're gonna. And then I was literally like, put my hands up like this, just above my shoulder, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it was so embarrassing. Like now when I look back, I'm like, why? Like, why did I do that? And I was literally like, I've come to suck your blood. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't and I remember that the the judges they were walking around the room and they came to me and I remember like you know when you just don't want to embarrass the person they kind of looked at me like hmm. it was at that moment that I was like yeah I didn't make it through I came out Dreams and they were, were like broken. yeah they were like okay you would you can keep your number if you want as you know a memory and I walked out and I was so upset like I was literally hurt and I, like all my adrenaline kind of came and I was like and and Jay was like, oh, how did it go? And I was like, yeah, I didn't make it through. I got to the last 80, though, 50. So, I mean, I did a good job. You did a very good job. But now when I look back, I'm like, that was cringe. Because I know I was looking around the room to try and copy everyone. <laughs> like, I just didn't actually have it. So, shout out to everyone that acts and stuff. Because... And the thing is, do you know what the stupid thing is? All I wanted was to be dressed up as, like, Mickey Mouse and wave at the kids just in disney like i didn't want to be acting out but yeah eventful right that was eventful what about sex sex i don't think it's a cringe moment it's just that once i was really tired like you know when you're just like i don't i don't want i want to don't want to do anything <laughs> and then i was like really on it and i was like oh. and i was like okay and i just went to my side and i was like just don't move me along and then he was like what <laughs> And I was like, yeah, just like, just don't do move your me. thing. He was like, well, that's not romantic at all. And I was like, mm. I thought you were going to say the time you said you were a timid version. Mm. Yeah, as well. Have yeah. you ever been caught having sex? No. Oh, yeah. Nearly by my suegra. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and I had to run and I had my jeans like, I keen, like, on, your ankles. on my ankles. And I was running. <laughs> you know, once my mum went out and came back from Seven Sisters. And she, she was like, please don't lock the door because I'm coming. And she knew that I was going to be there with Jay. She gets home. Jay rushed. To, I don't know why he rushed to the toilet when his clothes was in the room where we were. He ran to the toilet, butt naked, only wearing his socks. And she opened the door and she like, you know, the stairs where I used to. Did you ever come to yeah. the oh, Yeah, downstairs. And she was trying to get the key to like come off the like she had already opened the door and she was trying to get the key out and meanwhile at the top jay was trying to rush himself in the toilet and the door wouldn't and he oh 
And I was like, so she's seen your butt neck. <laughs> that but is yeah. quite tense. Mama's code. Obviously, this episode was special because it marks our one year and we've launched this. And ta-da, Mel's here. <laughs> I'm back. How are you? I'm good. How you been? Lovely. Oh, do you know what? You were so lovely to bring us drinks today. Yes. Yeah, so it was really interesting because I knew the girls were recording and I wanted to do something nice for them, but I didn't know what. And I'm really bad with like doing sentimental things. I don't know why. So I thought, let me just order them cocktails. Erica never has ID and who carries ID? Everyone. Everyone Me? carries ID. <laughs> <laughs> and Jess, well, I didn't want to make it obvious. Anyways, I asked Jay, I asked Ollie. Um, and then it turned out that What did you ask them? Do they have ID on them? Yeah, do they have that's ID so on what random. time you guys are coming? So that's why I just ended up asking you guys. Anyways, I'm like a bill, I'm always around. You guys don't know, but I'm just there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm here and I thought I'd make you guys something, little cocktails. Thanks. They were delicious. She gets to keep the tittle cups. Obviously. Congratulations, (laughs) you are the winner. (laughs) (laughs) So, we did a poll Mm -hmm. on when is it the perfect time or the correct time to to introduce your child to your new partner. Damn. And we got some... In different kind of re- responses. Yeah. We're just going to share the responses, kind of share what we think goes. Mm. But again, it's everyone's entitled to their own thing. You know, we all do. The thing is, every situation is different. Yeah. Like, how long is too long? Because you also want to make sure, right? It's a big commitment once you introduce them to your children. No, and right? it's like, a lot of them were like, you know, until you know it's right. But how read do some, you read know some. it's right? So... I asked and uh, one was, I think, always introduce them as friends first and see if the kid likes them. And, you know, we've always said, you know, yeah. kids always kind yeah. of like sense Pick that. The energy. Yeah, the energy. Mm-hmm. And if like your kid does is not comfortable around them. And I think I touched on this subject because we had spoken previously to uh, Vanessa in terms of like, you know, she, she lost her innocence and stuff. And... You just don't know who your kids are around. Like, mm. You know, you get scared with like people in your circle. Mm-hmm. Now having like this brand new person that you're getting to know come into your child's life. Mm. Like, yeah. you know, with, with Dan, if he goes to like clean La Nina, you always have to teach him how. Yeah. Would you be comfortable letting another man that's now your partner clean La Nina? And it's almost like, do you set boundaries? Exactly. Do you set boundaries to be like, okay. But what if, okay, let's say... You introduce them as friends. What if your kid just doesn't like this person at exactly. all? Exactly. And you really like them. But that that is that this person is going to be in your kid's life, in your life. So would you not choose their comfort over yours? Of or what course. would you do? Of, but some yeah. women won't because it's difficult. Because, because they say it's my kid and my kid, you know, at comes, 18 will leave. And, exactly. Yeah, it's true and though. as a woman, you have to kind of think, okay, am I just going to become celibate yeah. till my child leaves? And, you know, not all children leave at 18. Yeah, I can't do, I can't be celibate until he leaves. <laughs> what if you just have him as, like, a no bad like like a, a, Yeah, like I a, always think, like, I'll have, like, a side man. <laughs> well, we were, what were we watching? The, what were we talking about that? Um, I think we were watching something that the, the guy went to jail for, like, quite a big amount of time. And I remember you saying that, oh, because I, oh, I think... I, my question was, oh, imagine you find someone and you're waiting for your man to come back out. And then I think you said, oh, you'll wait. I'll wait? Yeah, that you'll prison. wait for them. Yeah. And then I said, yeah, well, if cool. you find someone outside? Well, yeah, I'll have a side man. Well, yeah, Whilst waiting is, for your man. Yeah, because yeah, you'll probably get bombed in, in jail. No, <laughs> and who's going to do maintenance? I'm sorry, but just because you're inset doesn't mean I'm not going to be horny. Okay, but what about the fact that when the person comes out, maybe their relationship won't be the same anyway. Yeah, exactly. Is yeah, because this, this was like 20 years or something. Yeah, I think... I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't know if how. it... Listen, five years, I'll wait for you. I might even not have sex in those five years. <laughs> might not but it's zero either. maintenance, <laughs> spiderwebs. But imagine five years to compare to like 20. You can't... Yeah, no, and and as the man, you can't expect... I know they will because they'll be like, oh my God, I thought you were my ride or die. If you've been in for 20 years, you can't expect to come out and think that i've been waiting for you not not because i didn't want to wait for you but because things happen mm. i've got lonely we all change as well yeah. we i need support Do you, you don't saying about change i don't know how many years all our cells 
Yeah, we, seven years, I think it yeah, is. Yeah, so we change anyways. I'm a new person when you come out anyway. Exactly. I don't know. I mine is happening soon. <laughs> um, Call me Bob. Okay, what else did they say? So, I something I want to discuss with you. And um, someone very close to us and that we really like um, said, until you know for sure this is some, something to last and once you have spoken to kids and obviously to dad. Yeah. So, I wanted to touch on that one, right? Because one of our followers also said, sorry. I appreciate the speaking to dad too. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. true. Respect I, that's exactly. Well. Yeah. That is, I respect that. I think it's definitely needed because if we twist it, a lot of mums will be like, well, no. If I'm single yeah. and a mm. guy comes and asks, oh, I'm going to introduce my kid yeah. to, nah. we'll have an issue and yeah, let's not definitely. kid ourselves. Yeah. If Ollie came to me and we broke up and he was like, I've got a new girlfriend, I'd be like, uh, I think it's too soon. Yeah. Like we as women, mm. we're really controlling and we'll think we'll we're know possessive. when it is that they can introduce. And that this is why I yeah. think, because obviously another reason was because of obviously the daddy takeover, daddy takeover. and them saying, you know, that, that dads are equal to women, to mum, sorry. So uh, one of our followers said, I've met some of my mother's boyfriends growing up after my parents separated and it honestly made me change the way I saw my mum and made me look down on her as a woman. And mm. we don't often see it, but mm. it shows yeah. a lot because if my mom did that, I'd think as as a, as a child, yeah. you're trying to teach your child morals and self love. Yeah. So if you're seeing these men appear and disappear out of your life, you have no stability, yeah. and you know you've already lost that one man that's meant to be there for you. You think and it's normal? Yeah, you yeah. think we okay, are our well, children's example aren't exactly. We? So you kind of think, and no, sometimes it will teach you because I don't want to be and have so many guys come in and out of my life. And like she said, she was with her ex-boyfriend and it wasn't a nice relationship, but she felt like she had to hold on because of that. She didn't want to have so the many repeat, people in yeah. her life. She didn't want to like, yeah, repeat the story. And I think that's very important because look, she's now a grown up, but she's still kind of, she has that resentment. Yeah. Like why? Mm. Like that's not nice. Was it, it was a big enough impact for her to, to still like remember these things and for her to it's her trauma exactly or, or to know that if it was to ever happen to her she probably would deal with it in a different way but you know it's really difficult and this is why i say it, it just depends on your situation because you i know you guys have seen uh relationships that have been together for like 10 12 years mm. 15 years they break up they've not had kids not had married within a year they're engaged and they're having a baby and they're actually thriving okay, in life yeah. so it's like you never actually know how you're going to click with this person mm. um i personally i think i like the idea of introducing them as a friend because again you like you were saying that you suss out your child's energy yeah. around them and how that person is with the kid mm -hmm. as well because not not everyone is kid friendly or some people are a bit like like oh hey and then just kind of move Dismissive. on yeah. yeah so you kind of see the toxicity toxicity so that thing yeah come out because there are men that are kind of possessive yeah. over you yeah so they'll want to kind of push the child to one side or just want the woman like yeah and it sounds really bad but people will refer to your children as baggage so they yeah, yeah. they just exactly. want you as opposed to your kids as well mm -hmm. and and the thing yeah like exactly it's like you want me but i've got my kids yeah. too it's, and like i get it package. yeah exactly. and i get it it does take time to to bond with a child and the thing is as as that if you're the woman coming into a home that's already got a child or the man coming in you need to know that you can't create that bond instantly with the child mm -hmm. and also you're possibly stepping on eggshells in someone else's toes because maybe yeah. maybe or maybe not you already know how present the other parent is so I think as adults, we need to have in mind that we need to respect ourselves and our relationships. And you can't come and say you can't have a relationship with your ex because... That's ridiculous. I'm yeah. sorry, but we've got a child. We're going to be in each other's lives forever. forever. Unless you're actually toxic and, you know, I'm detaching myself for you for our own good. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what do you guys think? Because it does happen. I don't allow my child to see his daughter if he's with his girlfriend mm. because I don't like her, mm -hmm. you know? But once I get a boyfriend, my boyfriend comes to live with me and my mm. child can live with us. Is that not selfish? Yeah. Yeah. It's difficult because you're the one that lives with the child, but 
like Mel said, if you've set these boundaries, mm. it needs to be reciprocate. It needs to be vice versa. Yeah. You, because already you're saying, oh yeah, he's gonna come live with me, and you're with my child. So what? Your partner, your ex, doesn't have no say in it. Exactly. Mm. It, it's if your partner is there only week, because I know someone was like, oh, if if you're there just the weekend, then you don't have the same rights. But if you're yeah, you're there only weekends. But if Monday to Friday you're as present as you are then why would you not have the right? Well, I yeah. actually um, had a discussion with Ollie because we obviously spoke to Tiana mm-hmm. um, in terms of, you know, Ollie and Andor saying that man and woman should be equal, yeah. you know? And I was having the discussion with him because I thought it was kind of like... I said to him and I'm like, you can't say you are the same as me because I do so much more. And then he mm. said, no, but we weren't talking in terms of that. We're talking in terms of... I'm the system no the system you know we mm. as women say oh well you know you you mm. men get two weeks paternity leave and then you go off and do your life and then he's like erica it's not because we want yeah. to yeah the system, the system has made it. it out like that you know every company max mm. will give you two 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 weeks the system gives a woman a year so of course we're, they're naturally not going to have the same bond with the child mm. and by the time they come home stressed from work as well we're stressed at home you know we clash yeah. because we automatically think well fuck you you're out doing your life but we don't really see that it's not that they've moved on they mm. continue with their life as normal it's just the way life works yeah it literally is not oh well you know i spend more time with my child no he the man has to it's been it's in our nature that the guy just has to continue working mm. and providing it's not like oh yeah i i can be at home and and do everything for you mm. there are men out there and i think that's where they were saying you know if the system works in their favor and companies you know it was like law oh men have to have minimum four months with the child mm. you create that bond you or know you can share and i think that's actually yeah, yeah. Law yeah. Now, yeah. That you can, and actually some companies will mm. also allow that but again it's all new and it's it does, it's not as wide spoken and it's true and actually what they said um in the episode when they're talking about you know when the baby's born it's baby straight to the mum yeah the mother it's and not. okay it make i i get the point it makes sense because it's come out of, of you but as a dad that must make you feel like do i not have the same well like right. i said, like said it's like our role is non-important yeah like mm. What's the point of a dad? Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's what they... And uh, Camilo made me realise, you know, it's not that I'm equal to you in the sense of how much we do. Of yeah. course not. Mm. You guys do so much more. But it's not because I don't want to do that for you. It's because I, unfortunately, have been given a role within the society mm. that I have to go out and continue life as normal. I can't, you know... And, and like you say it. And I, and I did question, I was like, yeah, but now I'm working, you're working. And I still tend to take that time off. Mm. If my kids are sick, I'll, yeah. you know, the mom always tends to stay in and stuff. And he's like, because it's a choice you make. If I turned around and said, let me stay with him, I would be like, no, 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 no I have to stay with him. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, which one is yeah. it? Make yeah. up your so mind. It's like, <laughs> we try to be in control of everything. And it's like, we've, like we've, we've heard, you know, why don't we normalize our babies coming out from we've carried our babies for nine months nine months right this is something i discussed with him too and the main reason that they give us skin to skin first and they put it's to you know because of the postnatal depression and so we can have that bond with the baby but most men don't get that Mm. and just because they don't suffer from postnatal depression doesn't mean that they don't need that one-to-one time but they do exactly but he says automatically the baby comes out and it's shoved to the mum you know the mum has to breastfeed the mum has to do this you know breastfeeding is so like oh you have to do it and and woman in itself Mm. we want to and you know some women have said you know i'm selfish and i do want to breastfeed because it's that having your baby look at you in your eyes it's the most special what what happens? and then we expect our our men to have the same bond with our Aww, children. Oh, when Jay yeah. sucks my tits and looks at me, it's so <laughs> cute. <laughs> Do you know what? It's funny you say that though because I remember after we had Maya and I went um, on antibiotics and I had to stop breastfeeding. And I remember saying to you guys how I felt really almost annoyed, like that you failed. Yeah, that I had failed. Angry. Yeah, I felt angry that I obviously I couldn't breastfeed because I was taking medication that my husband was now feeding my daughter and but I can see the happiness and it was so I felt really 
really bad for feeling that way but I felt like anger towards like you're doing a job that is mine but then also well really it's it's not Mm. mine like I can share it and it was only for a temporary thing and to see his happiness like Mm. the picture I have the first picture when Daniel's feeding Maya you can see how happy he is and now obviously when you look back at these scenarios you just think was I being selfish is that the right mindset to have and we're a couple that are still together and working if you imagine people that aren't together but that's good because you're taking accountability of how you felt in that moment yeah Yeah, it wasn't you know it it was weird because it was your first time you were feeling all these things and obviously it's normal to feel yeah exactly so and and again because it's already pushing us and we have this view of it but now that you saying that you know that you can carry that accountability in your parenting as it is now and you think actually no I need to lay back Mm. because my partner he's there for a reason it's like you know when you leave your child with the dad and you're like oh no he's babysitting no No, he's not and this is the thing I think as a generation now we're breaking so many taboos and so many ways breaking those barriers exactly no they're not babysitting they're the dad so they're looking after their child the same way I look after and mm. we look after our kids. It's but don't you also feel like, because I this is something else, so I was like, you know, I always kind of, oh, I wake up and I'm like, okay, we're going to have this for breakfast. And I already know, oh, what we're going to have for lunch. A man yeah. naturally doesn't have that. Yeah. <laughs> and when you leave your child with your partner, it's like, okay, do I eat the hell and So I've left this, there's snacks, and you're constantly on the phone. Is he, is she okay? Yeah. Have you given them food? It's like you're constantly on top of it. But if you look at it, your husband won't let your child yeah. And it's just that pressure that you put on yourself. yourself yeah. Because, like, say, for instance, our men, like, I know, I can speak for our men, that they're capable of doing mm-hmm. this. Like, they know how to use delivery. They all know how to cook. They all know how to... We just, we're just the ones that want to be on top and, like, oh, my God, no, I need to, like... Yeah. When I leave, I'm like, oh, my God, is there food for, for, for mm. them? Like, why? Maybe because I, I like to take that role and want to make sure that they're okay. Because in theory, I can leave and I don't have to worry about them not being able to. But like you said, you know, we just always want to be on top of everything. Yeah. And but one would question, okay, but then you're still doing 90% of the work and he's just babysitting. But mm. in reality, no. You've put that on yourself that you mm. want to leave like me. And no one's forced you to do yeah. it because your husband don't. It's like, well, before you go, you have to leave yeah. us food. Yeah. No one says that. And if he is, he wouldn't be in my house. Exactly. <laughs> like, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Someone said nine to 12 months to introduce. Mm-hmm. But would you introduce them as my partner? Because I feel like a year, I would introduce them as like... My like friend. A, yeah, or make them more present mm. and, and more involved and stuff. Because like someone said six to eight months, and I find it bizarre that you'd even consider... At six months, I wouldn't consider knowing a person. I, I've been with my husband for 10 years and I still sometimes like... Oh, fuck's sake why why do you but do maybe this? maybe she meant as in like as a friend like have them around we're in a position because we haven't been in that situation yeah we always think oh i think i will do this the same way when yeah. you're breastfeeding i think after six months i'm going to stop breastfeeding it's five and a half months come well. you're like oh shit I am i stop. ready am i not do i do it you know society says that what all this wildness i think once you're in that position yourself and like you said, you're you're seeing the signs. Is the person good with your child? Because that's definitely important. Yeah. If they're not, then that makes you rethink everything. Is it? Yeah. it is because it's say hard. like you you like. But my thing is, as a woman and someone that's been through like you know the whole butterflies and the honeymoon period mm. is always the best. It's the sweetest. It's the sweetest. <laughs> like you know, you barely have arguments. Mm. Like it's just discussions. You don't really see the person's true colors. So I think. If I'm in my bittersweet moment, like in, on cloud nine, why would I bring my child into the equation when I haven't seen how low we can go? Yeah. How low can you go? How low can you go? How low can you go? Yeah, so it's like you just you just think of it like that and it's like, it's I true. think maybe yeah, after a year point. with being with that person, I can kind of like suss you out and see what you're about. You know, I could... Like poke at you and have you fight me if it's needed mm. just to kind of and once that year's passed and I kind of think okay I, yeah. I'm okay because other people have argued you know but how would you know when if that's the right person and like um our follower said you know she saw so many people come in and out of her life that's also a possibility but as a mm. woman you'd think well 
you know, we've already self-doubt ourselves as mothers. If we didn't try these things, we probably probably would be stuck in in yeah. what we thought. You know, when yeah. Maya's dropped and you don't really know what to do, if you mm-hmm. don't go with your gut instinct, yeah. then you'd be like in a mental hospital because you'd have already gone crazy. Yeah. So I think it's always following your gut feeling mm-hmm. and kind of like Melissa said, we've never been for it. Us three, we're, we're in stable relationships. We can only imagine mm-hmm. how we'd be like we could become toxic baby mothers we don't know <laughs> i know i would i told you that no, I, grudge, I, think, like, mm. I think it was when you were still living in croydon and we were like yeah we broke up listen i'm coming in looking my 10 out of 10 into the the barbecue being like hey guys and then jay's there with like his new hmm. no because it all started like just like if me and jay were to break up would you guys still invite me? And I was like, you're my best friend. Like, why wouldn't I invite you? Obviously, Jay's Ollie's best friend. So she was like, I wouldn't wear a bra. And I would go like a see-through top and sit down and I'll be like, hey guys. And I'd be like, hey. (laughs) I'll probably put my my, uh, hand on his knee and be like, hey. Hola, Jay. (laughs) No, but, but, all right. Let's take it back to the episode we have with Milena. When I said, if we were to break up and I want another baby, please come inseminate me so that I can have the same baby father. And I was like, because it's my comfort. And your argument was that, but why? Because you're, mm. you're, you're fearing. And the thing is, like, we established that it's not, it's not wrong. It's just, personally, I can't see myself with three, four baby daddies because there's too many people that I'm dealing with. Yeah. So it's kind but, of... The- but again, it goes down to how your relationship ended with him you can't expect let's put the scenario where you've broken up he's now found a new partner and you really want another baby <laughs> because real, yeah. and then you say oh jay can you come and give me a baby I'm because sorry, i've got even, my ways <laughs> no and even it doesn't have to be the act the the way we know how to make babies it can be artificially artificially yeah but it'll right. still be weird because he's got a new yeah, partner no, regardless of how imagine, much you're in his strange. life he won't <laughs> be imagine, able to imagine he's just been with her for six months it doesn't yeah, matter how what are you gonna turn no, people, no no but can't. it's true Ima- imagine it was the other way around. yeah and yes. imagine like you got with someone and you yeah. were like head over heels for him and then his baby mama's like oh yeah i need another baby come can i have your sperm please basically how would you feel can Jay? you just <laughs> Come, come. Oh so, guys, at the moment, we've got our technical uh, engineer, technical guy. our tech guy. Come closer. Come closer. <laughs> <laughs> Reveal if, yourself. If we were to break up, you've now come to the kid's birthday, like their kid's birthday. They've invited us because obviously we're all best friends. And I've come in, you're with your new girlfriend. And I'm like, hey, Jay. And I'm like, how are you? And then I'm like, oh, let me have a word with you. I really want another baby. Can you please inseminate me? Would you do it if you've been with your girlfriend for one year? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? He would because he'll be like, oh, I can get into my baby mama again. I know he would. No, but think about it. And you're really into this new girl. Um, (laughs) I don't know. It's a difficult one because they inseminate, you said. Yes, you basically have to give me another baby. Or just, you right. know, artificially as well. No, give the guy an option. have to pay for what, that. in a syringe? Yeah. You oh, I'm, I'm here thinking, like, you just, like, ins- like syringe it. No, but what if I want <laughs> the full... The cowpaw little things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is disgusting now. <laughs> I've got no at home. <laughs> And you like mark them with <laughs> no, sperm. No, I got loads because when lockdown happened, I thought I needed like a hundred cowboys. And Erica, no was, neurofen, no neurofen. And Erica was like, I can't find any cowboy. And, and me, Jay, yeah. us were like, we've got some, but we couldn't even come see each other. <laughs> so, um. would you give me another baby? However, if, even if it was you inseminating me or intercourse, like, would you with give a just a baby? Yeah, with a she in there. I think probably insemination might be up for consideration but uh, so you wouldn't even consider talking to your girlfriend oh no of course but she'll what obviously she? say no what if she says yes no, what if she won't why not insemination then it's it, it doesn't actually require obviously yeah because i don't i don't think it will change because regardless if she's there or not he's pretty much going to be in leo's life and coming over to pick him up and stuff so it's not yeah, like but anything it's changes. starting from scratch move when i leo in <laughs> yeah. in a certain age and another thing is him having to 
Like you have to think of it this way. He's now providing for another person. He's now living <laughs> with another person, bringing bills for another person, yet having to maintain your son as well. And now you're going to bring another child and she's going to go, yeah, of course. Listen, let's listen. give her more money. You really think a woman, a woman. Listen, Jay, will, nah. I'm telling you right here. You just can't have another girlfriend. Nah, I'm this tell- is for everyone. If you, I'm going to post a picture of him. Cancel. You can never because she is going to be toxic. She's going to be wild. <laughs> yes, she is. I'm and not, we, we are, are going to be toxic too. I am the sweetest person, guys. Come on. I almost got a job in Disneyland. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I'm just saying if, if you're that girl out there and the situation does ever come up, he, he, he will give it to me. Just know you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> One friend said three or four years. Oof, but that's a long time as well. But it might be nice, like a little bit of a secret, right? See, this is, this is my, my view on it though. Because I don't want to be bringing you around because like... Just also let's let's be real it's not just the, the man or the other person it's the family as well mm. you know and you're the and you have like, like the, the bitchy tia's yeah. like or the person who will turn around maybe on the other person's side the person you're dating to be like oh but you know she's got kids she's got kids or yeah that's true you know some people some families are very lovely and and yeah. they you know and i know i know people who who have extended families and you know mixed families and it's, it works but what if it doesn't there's just so much to consider right yeah it's like a roulette you don't really know who you're it gonna really get it's like a lottery I've, right yeah i feel like at the end of the day I, I i do feel like six to eight months is soon i do def- def- think that it depends on your situation in that mm-hmm. moment your gut feeling because it says a lot your kid's reaction and as so well do you think if you have like a, a baby that doesn't talk, so say like no. max one, you should reintroduce another human. Don't you think that's going to be confusing? Yeah, because no. that child is still trying to figure out who everyone is. Also, what if the the child calls the new person dad and then the no 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 I'm stop I'm stopping it there. What You're not calling then? someone dad. No, I know, but let let me say like let's let's say for example that child starts. Yeah, building a relationship you, you, with this yeah, man. Yeah, but you can or... you can in a PG way and a U way you can tell your child. Oh, but, but there will be like, that woman that baby. won't. They'll find it cute and be like, oh, see your daddy. Oh, yeah, I don't know. There's too much. Oh, to as a baby mama. Yeah, but then that's on you. If you feel like that's that's good for you, then mm. good. But as a personal thing, I don't. Yeah. And I think Andor states it very well mm-hmm. in the in the episode. Unless I'm no longer around and I do not like he's not present yeah Yeah. then absolutely because it you know what it's true like a lot of these people do earn their stepdad and stepmom Mm. and 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 i and i think one of our followers as well said like until your child can talk and i think that is so important because i'm not going to go to the shop when my child can't even speak and and someone someone around is was in that situation you know now her child is very much a bit more independent and more vocal so she feels a bit more comfortable with letting that child go because she's like okay i, I know that she can communicate mm-hmm. back to me and it's true because you just never know yeah well it's always that thing where can you trust the other person like, you know some like we we're very in control of our own partners and we know this person came out of them now to let a complete stranger i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to leave my mm-hmm. child with them mm. Like, say, if I, they didn't talk. Because they wouldn't be able to tell me yeah, if they no. did something, you know? I think this leads us nice into the whole friends relationship. Because, again, we said that children and energy. And I think we wanted to talk about this for a while. About how much your friends can support you in, in, in ugly times. And because we've all had a friend that are like, oh, yeah you know, good friends and then tomorrow, like, they're literally with another circle yeah. of friends and you just don't even know of them. And if you see them around, you don't even say hello. And I think it's always, like, especially, like, pre-kids, you always have, like, them friends that, you know, I'll be here regardless of the situation. And then once you become a mum and you are now excluded from that group, you automatically lose those 
mm. friend circle, like that friendship in that you had, mm. like it's not the same because you have nothing in common anymore. And as much as you want to carry on drinking and, you know, like us, we love to party, you know, we love a good party here and there, but it's not in us to like, oh yeah, we're dying for it. Like we would kill for a movie just night like, like dinner, dinner snacks, something yeah. kid related whereas all your friends although they will tend to be like oh yeah, yeah like, bring your kid they're not always going to want your kid around mm. like your kid's not always going to be that cute baby that's just going to not do anything your kid's going to require much more and you're not going to be able to sit down all the time you're going to have to like run around <laughs> and after have them. a natural conversation exactly <laughs> like we've tried sometimes when we're with all our kids sometimes we're like yeah 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 and then one of us goes and we come back and someone's already touched another situation and we're like what i when we left we were talking about puberty and now we're like on something else you know it's funny you said that the other day yeah we we decided to go to um a park and we just went bought donuts and a drink and we couldn't speak with Jess. Like, we genuinely couldn't speak. And I was like... My oh. kid was racing. Leo was off one. And I'm like, Maya, I just call her Leo. And I was like, Leo no escucha, Leo no escucha. And I'm like, pero I call her loco. Anyways, it didn't work. And I just thought, you know what? Like, let me just quickly turn the, the, phone, the phone on YouTube. On. Would you guys like to watch Moana, whatever? Stick it on. We were in a park with our children. Watch, <laughs> watching Letting YouTube. them watch YouTube just so we can have... We were there for like, an, yeah, literally like 20 minutes. to just talk. And, and it was so <laughs> nice. We were talking yeah. so yeah. fast. We were like... So da, da, da. Next. Da, 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 da. Oh, okay, shall we go now? Like, <laughs> you, had, you come out with a list of things <laughs> and it to was talk about. Yes. Yeah. And the but thing it is, was it was... The only way. And it was uh, one of them things that just happened. And we were like, oh my God, like we've not seen each other for how yeah. long? Let's just... Literally, it was like we had verbal diarrhea. <laughs> trying to get it all out in that time yeah um but do you know what you, you say that with the friends thing so i've got a friend that she's i met her at work she's super lovely one of her friends had a baby and she's very much not being on her phone all the time she's not really a phone kind of person but if i've messaged you and you've left me on red and it's four days later and now you're replying me i'm sorry but time has passed already what what i wanted to say to you in that moment has now passed and she told me and i was like yeah, it's weird because as a mom, it does get busy, but you do get a time when you look at your phone. When you're breastfeeding, when the baby's down or for Or you a go nap, to bed, or you toilet. actually... And she was a bit annoyed, and I was like, it's not normal, so just... Ha- if you really do appreciate her as a friend, just give her some time and space. Mm-hmm. Let her know that you're still around and you're still thinking of her. Of course, if, if it comes to you naturally, like if you actually do mean appreciate it. her... And then she was like, oh, Jess, you know, thank you so much. Like, I never thought of it. And because I said, I was like, that's not normal. Maybe she's depressed and anxious with the whole situation because mm. she had her baby, like, just before lockdown. So I was like, it's a big thing. And the way the, her personality is, the, the friend, she was kind of having it a bit tough. So I was like, look, just bear with her. And because it's not nice to know that one minute you've got your friends and the next no one's there. And the thing is, at the beginning, it gets really lonely. Mm-hmm. And it's like everyone is busy doing their life, and you're just there, like, like well, yeah. you, you know, you're saying that. But that that was me. I was that friend. Yeah. I was that friend that you guys will message, and I'll just be like, and it sounds really bad, but I would almost get anxiety to like even start a conversation because I was just like, I, if I'm not tired, I'm just like I can't. Like I feel so overwhelmed with just everything. Mm. And I remember so clearly one of like my oldest friends. She doesn't have a child, but she would message me just to be like, I love you. I hope you have a good day. Mm. And those little things, Going once you, yeah, goes a very long way. Because once you come out of this new learning mm. of motherhood and your baby, and sometimes it can take weeks, sometimes it can take months, sometimes it can take longer mm. than that. Like, there isn't a defined period. But once you know that you have those right people there, it just makes it so easy. So when I did feel like myself again, and I turned around to you guys, and I turned around to my oldest friend it was as if nothing ever changed and it was the best thing ever because it was amazing i remember you, you and erica crying in the cubicle toilet at her wedding because <laughs> literally like we completely just lost touch with you yeah. and it was like and i remember we would like me and erica would express to ourselves like like we're here like we're, here, we're yeah. you're supposed to tell us like if you're okay how can we help like we can't help you if you're not telling us but because we were just so fast to like think about these things like because again when you're not in that situation you don't have that mind space 
And then I remember going into the toilet and these lot were crying in the cubicle. And I was like, just cierto que we love Melissa. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's that thing because, again, as, as we mentioned, um, that, that we had that distant week. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, where you know each other, yeah. you know, like, yeah, it's annoying sometimes because sometimes it's like, just tell me or like, just how am I supposed to mm. know that you're mad at me if, or, or how am I supposed to know if I've done something that mm. you didn't like and we've not communicated the same with any single relationship that you ever have, you know, work colleagues, partner, friends, family. So it's it's always knowing that the person is there yeah. on standby. And I think I think that does a lot in your life. And, and I think mm-hmm. more, mostly as parents as well. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I think you value those types of friendships even more. And you then realise why the older you get, the less of... Well, not the less, but your your circle becomes smaller. like your family smaller. and smaller. Because these are these people that have been with you through so many difficult, you know, happy stages, sad stages... Um, and they are there to support you Mm. even if it's to listen without judgment and I think that is so important Mm. and so you know having these people when you have a child you go through some wild emotions Mm. and hormones and everything and it's a crazy experience so to have the people there to not judge you when you come out and say oh guys I feel a bit more normal now yeah I also think it's a two-way thing though one person can't be doing the effort all the time oh yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent but also i think as a person when you're in that position as well you don't even recognize yourself if that makes sense and i think it's important because i can i can state it from like going for it with both of you i think we just once we become a parent we kind of our personalities change like for me i think because i was a mum first and I was always so open with you guys and you guys were always there. And I just felt like I was never alone. Mm. And I felt like I I kind of clinged on to you guys and, mm. you know, you guys kept me going. And I felt like when it was you guys' turn, I was so excited because, you, you know, and I've always stated it, like I've always wanted to be pregnant at the same time as them. Mm. So when we like, it was like back to back. So I had Caden two months later, melissa had maya and then jess was already pregnant i thought oh my god dream come true and then seeing us distance but it wasn't because we were falling out it was just we were learning to become new Mm. people and sticking by each other you know like you've said through thick and thin and learning these new curves that we have to go through in order to make us stronger in a like the Mm. friendship we have because now i know you know just because I was a certain way doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be that mm. way, you know? Jess is going to be that way. We're all completely different and we all, all deal with things differently. And I think Jess, from the last time that we kind of like were distancing, we came to the agreement, you know, anything that pops up to our mind that we might feel like, oh, am I, is this inconvenient for you? Yeah. We're always very vocal about it. And I think I spoke to Melly as well because I was like, I was concerned because like, Jess was very quiet. And I was like to Melly, I was like, I don't know what to do. Mm. I feel like she's pushing me away. Like, And Melly was the one that was like, just speak to her. Like, unless you don't speak, we, we yeah. you're not going to get anywhere, you know? And we're friends at the end of the day. And that's just the only way we're going to really know what's happening. And the thing is, if you know you've not done anything wrong what's stopping you like as a person but i think sometimes you don't want to bother the person Mm. because you might just think oh well i remember saying that to you at the beginning with lil and i was like i don't really want to bombard you with pictures of him and you were like but why like we've been waiting for him all this time like send us and i was just like like it's embarrassing like why am i sending so many pictures but like i said i see it i see it but then then you look back at me and whenever you guys would say that same with fish like obviously when she had maya i'd be like but she doesn't send anything she doesn't message mm. us and i mm. felt kind of like stuck like i wanted to scream like i was completely different with you yeah. guys you know if my nipple was leaking i'll take a picture and i'll send it to you guys <laughs> melissa milked really, me once really and shit. random we would like wake up to like a big and picture. i would literally <laughs> send you pictures of yeah. joel he wake up he'll go to sleep you know poo pictures everything like i wanted you guys to be so present in my son's 
upbringing and then when obviously Jess Lel came and she wouldn't send she, and the excuse was oh I don't want to bombard you and then it just brought me back to but Jojo it's just uncomfortable but no? then it made me think oh so did I make you guys feel uncomfortable because I was literally we sending literally everything had a, an own an yeah. own album saying Jojo Jojo yeah, yeah. it's like Jojo came Maya yeah. Lou <laughs> literally so it's now like like you always kind of reflect back and you think yeah. oh shit did I do it wrong then because I was sharing everything did I overexpose yeah, everything now, now me hearing you say that kind of makes mm. me think like oh maybe when I said that you might have thought well, what you I thought did, I did I was like oh and now I did like, it wrong yeah, yeah and like now I'm thinking like well, that wasn't the attention it's just because I felt awkward like is this what um, I do and even my mom was like man they made photos and I was like oh but it's I don't know it was just weird but it's it's, really it's, it's, it's just that like we're all different yeah. we will all express things differently like I go days without speaking to Mel and then she'll send me a picture of Maya and then our conversation will pop up but mm. it doesn't mean she doesn't know that I love her and I will always love her same with you Mu like sometimes we don't even say good morning to each other so you know can we're like oh you know if my mum's cold and blah blah, blah. Like, sometimes it seems like we're just on business 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 and like the friendships kind of like oh and then I'm like oh hi by the way like <laughs> see you later how are you, <laughs> you, you know good? the other day it was like 7 30 and she was messaging me and I wake up at like half nine or something and I'm looking at it and literally an hour later oh hey good morning <laughs> I'm like oh, <laughs> oh and, that, and I think it was today as well you or oh, was it yesterday you said something and my first oh when you were telling me about the tea the tea party oh yeah yeah when you were telling me about this thing that was going on and <laughs> and my my thing my voice was all croaking i was yeah so i think this is what you should be doing <laughs> and this this morning she messaged me something that she had already messaged me it was yeah. like she thought casa de papel was coming out <laughs> and like a month before she had messaged me the exact same oh thing God, and when i opened that. the message i was like moo this is the same thing and then she was like sorry i was half asleep Right, so send me shit. Don't get me excited. Also, sometimes <laughs> the simple message is like, "I hope you guys have a nice week," or "I hope you guys have a good day." Like even just that, mm. because I know we all live our own lives and things get hectic. And actually, it's so easy to just sometimes realize that you haven't spoken to a person in ages, ages, because time goes so. Because you literally time, lose and then all of, of a sudden, time. but it's that it's it's feeling comfortable with the people that you have close by and having those relationships and if you have a good relationship it will be a good relationship if that makes sense mm. or you have to both give it time you have to both invest in it mm. it can't be one yeah it can't be one-sided but your true ones will always stick by you and that's just i think that's just how it is <laughs> which is why you're here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and do you know what? I will. I do have to say this. A lot of people were asking us that. Like, oh my god, what happened? Did Mel? Did you guys have an argument? Did you fall oh. out? And it's quite nice that we she did hit this me. episode because please, <laughs> I I'm probably the most friendliest out of the three of um, us. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think we did address it in one of the episodes. That is, it wasn't yeah, nothing. No. Um, nothing. And we just extreme, all go through different yeah. things, and you know, our lives take turns that. We're just too consumed in doing our own things. And sometimes things just work out for the better. Yeah. And she's still pretty much really involved, you know. She's, like, cheering us on all the way. On the sideline. And as a joke, and we've said it before, I was meant to be the silent M from the very beginning. <laughs> just putting it out there. We just meant forced to be, you into this. I was meant to be the silent M, but I am, I'm always there. And I think, yeah, we sometimes what I've learned from my experience as becoming a mum is that I you can't do everything and sometimes you know when it's too much and when you know it's too much is when you need to be like I need to take a step back and hmm. that was basically it with yeah with us because you need to give it your all and if you can't you can't you give can't, it half you can't yeah. give it half and bring the rest down so yeah true I'm still here definitely and I think also something we need to touch is and I think we've touched it before that we should be like melissa said like a message we never yeah. know when's our last day and like having everyone present and kind of like Why are you laughing? Don't laugh. i'm laughing because you say one message and i'm always bombarding you with so many messages no but i mean in terms of like like mel says that sometimes i'm so busy like yeah. hope you have a good week because like take sarah everard yeah she didn't know you know mm. she left her friend's house mm happy as can be walking home and then that happens and that, that literally mm. any of us could have been her 
so it just goes a long way like and every day waking up to horrible news we were talking mm. about it it's like the world is just like, getting worse and worse yeah. and it's like we don't know like what's gonna happen so being appreciative of everyone that's in our lives and showing them we care because one day that's all we're gonna have the memories one day i'm gonna be able to go on my chat and like listen to a voice note and just crack up and sometimes i do sometimes i go I to our videos our chats i'm you are very bad you a chat comes yeah. in and you're like delete i'm okay. like for god's sake I, why I'll, would you i'll do that? set the record straight <laughs> i've got our group chat that i have not deleted i've got erica's chat from when i told you i was pregnant and i've got your chat i think from like last yes, week i'm joking <laughs> since you left mama's school no i'm joking i can honestly well i don't want to show because our conversations are just not normal but our our chats even our personal chats go no that's what i'm saying the personal yeah no they go years do you know what's so awkward when it came to taking you out of the podcast group (laughs) i left first and i left erica and ollie in there do you know know what the worst thing is i think i realized like you didn't even realize. I didn't realize, but <laughs> this good. is the thing. Like, as a Surprise. person, as a person, I'm very like I'm a nana when it comes to like social media and things like that. Like, genuinely, I remember when we first started, like Mama's called. I was like, Jess, I'm gonna delete Instagram. She's like, No, you can't delete Instagram. I'm like, Oh. Okay. And then you started getting our followers following yeah, you. Yeah, and I'm like, Oh, now what do I do? So like, I'm just the type of person. Come okay, my phone's there to like communicate, but also. I just don't notice some of these things. <laughs> so oh. when I realised, it was like a couple of days after, and I, I, lit- I was like, oh, I just shut, deleted it. Just... Sad, right? Yeah, but then we have the chat, yeah. so what difference does it make? <laughs> Mama, I love you. I just want to give a shout out to KK Creations. Erica was lovely to get us cakes in tubs. Guys, they're so cool. You need to try them yeah, if you haven't. They are delicious. We got strawberries and cream. And cookies and cream. Mm. Delicious. So check them out. And guys, shout out to one of our friends, Lena Echeverry. We'll tag KK Creations and Lena. Um, another upcoming business with her nails. So check them out. And I'd just like to take a moment to thank Erica, Diana's, and mums the word uk for sharing their birthing story with us today we cannot wait to launch them because they were amazing <laughs> just cried as we do in all the all the yeah. things though and again guys thank you so much for everyone that is still listening on listening to us a year on thank you so much for the support um we hope to keep putting out more guys no let me just say we have a lot of episodes coming that are like and it's true you know this hashtag, not all men? Listen, what? we've got an episode coming out. And I'm not I'm not saying boo to the hashtag or not boo. I'm just saying we need to have this conversation again. Yeah. About raising genders. Okay, now to wrap the episode up, gonna <laughs> give a go- we're going to give a golden tip. And because I'm the guest, which is so strange to say, <laughs> I'm going to tear up. I'm very emotional. If you guys don't know, I get very emotional very easily definitely communicate whether it's friendship partners and we've said um, we've said i'm talking like i'm still part (laughs) of the mama's code we've said in in previous episodes communication is key and like i said friends partners just always speak to your people make sure you're checking up on them make sure you're just saying hey i hope you have a good day you know i love you um that's it. it it takes a second but it can mean a lot and it just makes the person know that they're not alone and you're thinking about them and go with your gut at all times yes mama's cold out Mwah. oh i love that love that for us mama's code